Portland begins the new year with a hole at City Hall. After a hard-fought battle with abdominal cancer, City Commissioner Nick Fish passed away two days after announcing he would step down. Fish was the longest-serving member of the City Council and a champion for those less fortunate, with a genuine love of public service. Today, some of his colleagues and friends join us to reflect on his many contributions to Portland. From KGW News, this is Straight Talk with Laurel Porter. Hello and welcome to Straight Talk. I'm Laurel Porter. With this show, we begin our 12th year of Straight Talk. We started the show the same year Nick Fish began his first term as Portland City Commissioner. He was a frequent guest here, always accessible, engaging, and illuminating. The last time he was on Straight Talk was exactly one year ago, January 11, 2019. He was candid with viewers about his battle with abdominal cancer. Here's a clip from that show. When you and I last spoke about it, um, you know, shortly thereafter, the doctors told me that it was a marathon and not a sprint. I probably was focusing more on the sprint than the marathon. Uh, and I was hoping that this, this thing would be over sooner rather than later. But it's been, a, it's been an interesting journey and I've learned so much about myself and about this illness, this terrible illness called cancer. And we'll hear more about what he's learned later in the show. That terrible disease took its toll and Portland and its citizens lost this great public servant the day after New Year's. Today we want to reflect on Nick Fish's contributions to the city and the people he loved share some stories about his work and life, and look ahead, something I think Nick would have liked. With his characteristic optimism, he ended his New Year's Eve resignation letter with the words, the future is bright. Welcome to my guests who worked with Nick Fish and knew him well, Multnomah County Chair Deborah Cafori. Also joining us, the Executive Director of the Latino Network, Carmen Rubio, who worked for Fish in his first year on City Council, and KGW political analyst Len Bergstein, who also knew Commissioner Fish well. Welcome to Straight Talk. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. Let's start by going around the table and tell me how you knew Nick Fish, a little about your relationship, and some thoughts about the kind of man that he was. And we'll start with Chair Kafori. Well, thank you, Laurel, and thank you for doing this program on our, on our friend Nick. Um, I met Nick through my mother. Uh, Nick's love for um, helping people who are less fortunate and his particular focus on, on housing and ending homelessness, it was obvious that he and my mother would become close friends. And so that's how I first met him, but um, we were pretty instantly bonded and worked together very closely throughout um, my time on the commission and his time on the council. Um, on every issue related to housing and homelessness, we really worked hand in hand. And we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. Carmen mm -hmm. Rubio. Okay. Yes, I first met Nick um, maybe close to 15 years ago when um, I was very active in the community as a, as a younger person then. and. Um, Nick was a candidate, and so uh, a lot of the events that we used to have uh, for uh, young people of color, he would show up because he was genuinely interested in learning and meeting and hearing about what our ideas and vision were for the future. And um, I was thrilled to be able to join his team uh, when, once he got elected to city council. And I know he mentored you for the next many years, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Len Bergstein. Well, it's a painful loss, personally, and for the community. It is such an 
extraordinary guy, and we see it in the extraordinary outpouring of affection and admiration that people have had in the way they've spoken about Nick. Or what? My own personal contact started when he first came to, to, to Oregon, came to Portland. Uh, he sought out some other fellow New Yorkers like me. I had come in 1972, and so he said, so how does this work? How do you fit in when you come in? And it was very clear from the very beginning that here was a guy who was going to have an extraordinary impact on our community, that he had a love for public service. And throughout his career, uh, both when he was running and in between uh, his races and when he was serving, we maintained a very steady relationship. It was fun to talk to him all the time. He, he always was interested in what was going on, the dynamics of a political Political issue mm -hmm. or the people and the interaction but there was always a per very personal mm -hmm. turn to everything and so it was delightful for me to spend time with him in terms of conversations on a regular basis and I was really pretty honored that he would call every now and then it usually be on a Friday morning somebody says oh Len how do you what this happened you know do, what do you think's going on here and, it, and he always have, had his own opinions and it was just a delightful way to talk about public service mm -hmm. and public issues with somebody who was so tuned in and such a high standard of excellence. You, know, you talk about the outpouring. Yeah. Since his death, there's been just really an outpouring of condolences and remembrances about his many contributions. We have this tweet from Governor Brown. She said, Nick Fish was a devoted public servant and a true leader who cared so deeply about serving the people of Portland, an advocate for our environment and a champion for the homeless. I will always remember his kindness. Dan and my thoughts are with his family. And this tweet from Senator Ron Wyden, today our community lost a once in a generation public official Commissioner Fish just kept showing up to better the lives of Portlanders. His heart for people was huge, his energy enormous, and tenacity rare. Nick, it was a privilege to serve with you. And former Governor Barbara Roberts sent me this uh, statement. Commissioner Nick Fish served our community with integrity, dedication, and a full commitment to Portland citizens. I have known hundreds of public officials, but Nick will always stand out for his intelligent leadership, his compassion, his belief in service, and his love of Portland. We will miss you, my friend. I, I want to go back, Chair Kafori, to what you talked about, your mother, mm -hmm. who, um, Gretchen Kafori, a pioneer in Oregon politics, who served in the legislature. She served on Portland City Council in the 90s, and I understand she not only mentored you, but, as you mentioned, Nick Fish. Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, well, they, they served together on the, the board of the Housing Authority, which is now called Home Forward, and um, I think, at, you know, Nick moving here from New York didn't have um, a family, aunts and uncles or, or parents here. And, and I think my mother became not only a, a colleague and a mentor, but a, really a mother figure to him. And I just, I so vividly remember being at her house when he would call and hearing her, oh, Nick. I mean, it just, <laughs> as you can imagine, she, she would get exasperated with him and she would push him. But, you know, she loved him and he loved her. And I think that that, translated to really to my relationship with Nick as well as you know we're kind of a brother and sister in that in that way than with our with our mother making sure we were always doing the right thing <laughs> <laughs> and Carmen you were with him the first year mm -hmm. with the city council but then you left to go to the Latino network but you said he continued to mentor you tell us a little bit about that he absolutely did and um, 
he, Nick was very fond of checking in on those he cared about uh, from time to time. And it wasn't like I left the office um, working with him and didn't he see, hear, see or hear from him again. Um, I would regularly um, get a phone call from Nick just checking in, asking me how we're doing or um, asking me about a certain issue coming up before council. Where, where is our community on that? Or um, how can we be of service to you? Or what are you hearing in the community that I should know about? So that, that happened regularly with Nick, and it only stepped up um, as um, uh, my career progressed as well, um, where he became a close confidant, and I would talk to him from time to time about uh, professional things and my next steps, and he was just the greatest cheerleader you could ever want. And one of your next steps, and you told me that he encouraged you to run for city council. Not, not his seat, of course, but Amanda Fritz's. She's not seeking re-election. Yes, yes, he did. Um, I had, I remember vividly because I had just had um, surgery on my ACL and my knee, um, and I was home for a few weeks with my leg up, and he called me, and uh, he said, Carmen, you know, an announcement's going to come come through um, pretty soon, and so now's the time to think about taking this step. And I was really unsure, but um, he told me to really think about it. Of course, I didn't have to do it, but he would be in my corner. And he was really in my corner. And um, I can tell you that for as I started this campaign, I talked to a number of people and most of them initially would say, you know, I don't know you very well, I'm getting to know you, but um, the reason I'm meeting with you is in a large part because Commissioner Fitch says that you're a good person and I trust him and therefore I trust you. And that meant the world to me. I'm sure it did. So many people felt that way about him. Let's look back uh, on his life a little bit. Um, you mentioned that he came from New York. He was a native New Yorker. He graduated from Harvard University. He earned his law degree from Northeastern in Boston. He and his family moved to Portland in the 1990s when his wife Patricia was hired by Portland State University as a professor. Before being elected to city council, Fish had a two decade long career as a lawyer representing healthcare workers and labor unions. He also served on many boards. Fish first ran for city council in 2002 and lost to Randy Leonard. I think I remember signs that said, go fish, yeah. all over. He lost again in 2004 to future Mayor Sam Adams, but here's the tenacity. He did not give up. He ran again in 2008 and won in a special election to replace former Commissioner Eric Sten. He was reelected three times after that. The last time was 62% of the vote, even as he announced he was battling abdominal cancer. As commissioner over the years, he headed up the Bureau of Environmental Services, Portland Parks and Rec twice, the Portland Fire Bureau, the Water Bureau. He helped create the Portland Housing Bureau in 2009. And some people may not know that politics really ran on his family. He has got quite a history. Nick Fish's great-grandfather was Hamilton Fish. He was a former governor of New York. We have some wonderful photos here. <laughs> U.S. House of Representatives member, a U.S. Senator. He was the Secretary of State under President Ulysses S. Grant. His grandfather, Hamilton Fish III, also served in the House, and so did his father, Hamilton Fish IV, a Republican who voted to impeach President Richard Nixon during the time he served in Congress from 1969 to 1994. You know, Lem, we've heard people say, the mayor say, he could have been a U.S. Senator. He had those mm -hmm. kinds of qualities. What do you think? Do you think if things had been different, he might have run for higher office. Well, he clearly had big league skills. He certainly uh, filled out his 
his uh, promise here in Oregon, but he, I think he knew what it was worth working on. And I, I think he found in local government uh, a real calling uh, and an ability to kind of get things done. I think he really enjoyed working with Chair Kafori, really enjoyed working with the staff people he had, like with Carmen. He had a way of picking out people who stood for the best about Portland. Um, Barbara Roberts obviously was a, a mentor and a close friend. Charles Jordan was somebody that uh, he found, uh, you know, kind of these people who personified public service. You have to remember that I think he knew what he wanted to do and he wanted to do public service. He was going to do this whether he's elected or not. He served on these public boards that Chair Kapoor said about. And uh, But uh, I think the thing that's important is once he got in, he kind of like knew what was important and he picked up big issues. I love what you said about him in, in your uh, in your post about the fact that if there was a tough job, you gave it to Nick Fish. If there was a tough bureau, you gave it to Nick Fish. You, I mean, you, you were spot on in terms of what his skills were and his ability to kind of do things. And I think he loved having his hands on the community. He could kind of really reach out, talk to people. Uh, we can talk more about this, but the most fun was to talk to him about an issue and the dynamics of the city council and to watch him perform at city council. So I, I think, although he could have gone at the national level and people with his background might have sought that out, I think he was perfectly at home making this home such a, a great place to be. Uh, so I'm, I'm just delighted that he stayed as long as he did at local government. It was a, you know, a real gift to all the rest of us, too. You know, I haven't, I've, I, he was such a rare person who loved his job so much, he never complained about the position that he was in. And as I said in my post, he, he took on, tackled some really tough issues, and he did it with such grace and such determination and, and really was able to bring people together. Um, you know, especially in this day and age, it's easy to complain about your colleagues, it's easy to complain about, you know, the federal government, point fingers at other people. You never heard that from Nick Fish. Well, one of the things he was most proud of was the development of the Homelessness Service Center, Bud Clark Commons, and affordable housing projects. He mentioned that in his resignation letter. And I know, as you mentioned, you work closely with him on affordable housing projects. And uh, one of the things I, I heard that you texted him on December 16th, I think it was, um, when you were involved in a project, an affordable housing project, he was too sick to be there. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure, it was, it was an exciting day. It was the ribbon cutting for um, Portland Homeless Family Solutions, new family shelter in, um, in East Portland. And it's a, it's a beautiful building. They um, took a former site and they bought the property and fixed it up. Um, they were about $500,000 short to get some capital funds. And um, without a lot of fanfare, without making a big splash, there's no headlines. Nick got the money from the city council. And I texted him after the ribbon cutting just to tell him that um, Brandy Tuck, their executive director and I, um, had a moment together where we just hugged and, and thought of Nick and remembered him. Because if it weren't for him, that place wouldn't, they wouldn't have found that final, those final dollars. But it wasn't in any of the headlines. He didn't get a lot of press for it. He did it because he knew it was the right thing to do.
mean, I heard he was legendary at, at fundraising, being able to do that. Another place that he left an indelible mark was on the parks. He was mm -hmm. parks commissioner twice and saw the bureau through some really tough times. He was the first parks commissioner to address East Portland. He played a critical role in Gateway Green, which is a 25-acre parcel between I-84 and, and 205. It was Portland's first off-road cycling park. And the Parks Foundation Executive Director Randy Gregg says his most lasting parks legacy is the summer free-for-all program yeah. with free concerts, free lunches for kids. Yeah. So even if you didn't personally know Nick Fish, he touched all of our lives, didn't mm -hmm. he? Well, that's exactly right. And to go to add on to what Chair Kafori was saying, he raised the money to make sure that access to the parks was prominent that everybody could get to a parks program or whatever regardless of the ability to pay. This is really a remarkable set of values in terms of the way he kind of looked at the parks. He really was, it was kind of an urban parks mm -hmm. philosophy and he really, um, he personified that and acted it out in everything he did. As we heard Nick say at the top of the show, he said he learned a lot about himself and life through his battle with cancer. And I asked him, what life lessons did he learn? Let's listen to what he said. If I were to write a book about my 17 months as a cancer survivor, I would say the book of cliches, because almost everything that I can think of, in fact, is a cliche. But live in the moment. Don't ever take anything for granted. Wall off the negative and always focus on what you can do positively. What's the positive contribution you can make? Cherish the things in your life that, that, that you are grateful for. Be, be intolerant of those parts of your life which really you know, don't matter or are just negative. Don't sweat the small stuff. Remember that you're on borrowed time. I mean, these are all terrible cliches. But they're cliches for a reason. They're right? cliches for a reason, and when you have a chronic illness like cancer, they become really manifest and real. And, and like a lot of people who've gone through this experience, I've just become so grateful for all the things in my life which are positive and they have displaced a lot of the things that were negative. This week we learned a celebration of Nick Fish's life will take place on Saturday, February 8th at 3 p.m. in Hoffman Hall on the Portland State University campus. The family says there will be more details to come. And welcome once again to my guest, the Latino Network's Executive Director, Carmen Rubio, Multnomah County Chair, Deborah Kafori, and KGW political analyst, Len Bergstein. Once again, thanks for being here. I, I want to go back to Chair Kafori because I, I heard that you really feel like since Nick's death, you've seen something really wonderful happen about people coming together. Will you elaborate on that? Yeah, I think it's, it's really a testament to what kind of a person he was that he touched so many lives. So many people felt like they had a personal relationship with him, that they knew him on a level other than just uh, transactional or, or due to a specific issue. And I've been following all the social media. Um, it's given me comfort personally, and I can see that it's giving others comfort. People are reaching out and reconnecting that haven't talked in a few years, um, sharing memories and stories about Nick. And you know, I, I, I hope that that's something that would really have been of comfort to him to know that um, despite this, this tragedy in our lives, that really people from all walks of life are coming together, spending time thinking about him and, and the wonderful impact he had on all of our lives. Well, I know you and I have been talking about, and, and I think all of us here, about these thank you notes that he wrote. <laughs> you have some with you. He <laughs> was the, known for these yeah. personal thank you notes. <laughs> Yes, he would send a note um, if, if he thought you did a great job on something to say congratulations. And um, he often ended it with, I am proud to call you my friend and colleague. Um, so a personal touch along with 
um, commending you for a job well done. He was certainly a class act. <laughs> well, and it carried over to the, what happened at the at City Council, and it doesn't always happen that way. Uh, probably we all have seen this, where sometimes people take cheap shots at their colleagues, or they uh, they move a, an issue at uh, really a, uh, kind of a, at the expense of somebody else. Nick always was. A professional, he, and and the city council performances were a delight to watch. He was always prepared. He was always precise. His questions were intentional. His summaries were clear and informative mm -hmm. and persuasive. And he always reached out to somebody else on the council to try and bring them in to mm -hmm. open up, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a possibility that their idea might be just as important as the main idea. Mm -hmm. So it's. I, I hope you're right. I, Deborah, I hope you're right that people do learn the right lessons from the standards that he's set and what he was all about in terms of this honorable public profession kind of thing. Because he really did, I think, try and deal with people on a very human basis, mm -hmm. regardless of whether they were advocates or adversaries on a specific issue. He was always embracing of uh, them at a, at a level that really does I think pay off in and, this And business. Carmen, you may be um, on the city council. Mm -hmm. What what lessons have you learned from Nick Fish as, as your mentor um, as you run for city mm -hmm. council and if you were to win your race that you would take to city council mm -hmm. with you? There's so many lessons that I learned from him uh, by watching him, by, by conversing with him. Um, but the biggest ones are that Nick, Nick took the high road. Um, he didn't um, sink down to the level of, of pers personal attacks. Um, he didn't uh, you know, dwell in cynicism. He had hope, and he had hope for our city, and he loved this city so much. So he kept hope um, palpable in a way that um, brought us through the harder times. You know? And I remember um, after um, the national election a few years ago, um, the organization I work for works with a lot of immigrant families. There was a lot of fear in the families uh, about what happens next. And Nick was one of the first people that called me the next day and asking how my staff was and how the families are, are doing and feeling that, that, that our city is here for us. And that meant a lot to me. So that's the kind of man and leader that he was. Um, I think that uh, some of the direct lessons he's talked to me about as I've embarked on this journey of um, running for city council, I remember calling him once about um, a situation where some, someone was being very challenging about um, the work that we do. And um, I was asking him how to handle this and, and he said, Carmen, just don't even stop paying attention to it. Let, let your character and your contribution speak for itself. That's what people pay attention to. And as I reflect on that, that is, that's who Nick is. He lets his character and his contributions speak for themselves. And, and we have, and our city's so much better for it. Well, we only have about a minute uh, sure. for this, but um, where does the council go from here? Well, they need to find an advocate for parks. There's nobody yet on the council that's really a strong advocate. They need to find a new advocate for housing. There isn't somebody who kind of carries the torch the way he did. And then there's this amazing moment in time when we have four seats up in the city council. Um, mayor's up for re-election. Uh, Chloe Udall is up. Uh, and, uh, and obviously the two open seats. So we have the possibility that there could be a, tr a traumatic makeover in the council. It could mean an opening to the right, could mean an opening to the left. Uh, and, and so, uh, but most of all, I hope, and I hope that the chair is right, that it'll be a, uh, an opening towards the kinds of standards and the way that Nick Fish liked to play the game, where people will worry about community achievements rather than personal achievements. 
Well, I want to play one more clip from Nick Fish. I interviewed Nick in 2017 when he was first announced that he had cancer. And I asked him if he had a message for the community. And he said, pay attention to your body and what it's telling you, because he says he missed the early signs of cancer. He said he urged people to live each day as if it's your last and to pay attention to what really matters in life. Let's listen. What really matters? You know, what really matters is the, the work we do, the legacy we leave, the friendships we build, the children that we nurture. And if it doesn't fall into one of those categories, why are we wasting our time on it? And so I will redouble my focus on the stuff that matters. I'll continue to try to serve. This is the greatest honor of my life, being in public service. And I will never take for granted the blessings I have in my life. He made a big difference to all of us. A final, quick final thought, Chair Kafori. Well, I, I hope that um, we can learn from Nick and all to and take this, um, take the high road to look at finding out what's positive in our lives and focusing on that, and realizing that you know we're all in this together, and we really need to work together. Well, thank you all for being here. Len Bergstein, Chair Deborah Kafori, Carmen Rubio, I appreciate it. And, and thank you for joining us for this tribute to a wonderful man and exceptional public servant, Nick Fish. We will miss him terribly. And thank him for making Portland a better place. And we send our deepest sympathies to his loved ones. We thank you for watching. Join me next week when my guest is Oregon Governor Kate Brown.